This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. This episode is sponsored by digital well-being and social media coach, trainer and speaker, Sam Flynn. The digital world provides so many opportunities for us, and yet it can also have a negative impact too. Sam can help increase opportunities and decrease the negative side effects. Having delivered social media training for 12 years, Sam has helped hundreds of businesses grow using social media. Social media offers massive opportunities for businesses in building relationships with and selling to customers. But those 12 years have also highlighted to her the issues that come with the digital world. Overuse of social media and other apps has been shown to negatively impact productivity, sleep, focus, creativity and mental health. With a background in business psychology, Sam has combined her knowledge in both areas as a digital well-being coach, helping individuals manage their relationship with technology. This includes working with teams to manage their tech use, leading to an increase in employee and team output, improved work-life balance and well-being, and increased levels of joy. Sam also helps individuals reduce their phone use, be more present, spend more time on activities that bring them joy and fulfilment, and manage their relationship with social media. If you would like to find out more about how Sam can help increase the output of your team by managing their relationship with the digital world, visit samflynn.co.uk. That's S-A-M-F-L-Y-N-N.co.uk or head to Sam's links in the show notes. Hello and welcome to this episode where we're going to be talking about protecting our input. What do you allow yourself to consume mentally? What do you allow into your mind? So we've looked externally in the last couple of episodes. We've talked about relationships with other people. Now we're coming back to ourselves and looking at something that affects the health of our mind. What we allow into it. (laughs) So we're building this wonderful relationship with ourselves. And part of that is, you know, loving ourselves enough to want to stay healthy And an important aspect of having a healthy mind is putting useful and healthy stuff into it and not allowing crap into it. (laughs) You'll have heard me say um, that our output is dependent on our input. And what we choose to consume mentally is, it really is as important as what we choose to consume physically, what we choose to eat. You know, For instance, I don't choose to consume anything that creates anxiety because I have anxiety. I take medication for anxiety. I don't need to consume anything that's going to create anxiety. If you say to me, oh my goodness, this book, Helen, I've just read, it's the most amazing story. Um, It's about a mother who loses her child and it's so moving. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. (laughs) I'm sure it's amazing. I'm sure it's the best written book ever. I'm sure it's won 25 million prizes and it was an incredible journey for you to read it. I ain't touching it because it sounds anxiety provoking to me and I don't need to consume that. 
We choose what we consume and we need to think about what we're putting into our minds. The first thing I would say is to bin the mainstream media. (laughs) What do I mean by bin? I mean, I really, I don't. I don't consume any mainstream media. I don't read newspapers. I don't watch the news. I don't listen to radio news. Um, And yet, I still know what I need to know. This is the interesting bit, isn't it? I know what I need to know. I have not missed anything that is important to me, my family, our health, our finances. That information still finds me. I just don't consume what is, let's be honest, a pile of crap. The mainstream media, whatever it used to be, you know, that's another discussion. But these days, it's set up to keep you anxious and confused. Which, if you listened to my um, episode on unhealthy relationships, is basically the same as an abusive relationship, you know, working to keep you off balance, working to make you feel like you're in the wrong or everything's wrong. That's abusive, you know. Um, Don't allow it to happen to you from the media under the guise of being informed. You know, my goodness, but I need to be informed. If you want to be informed... Choose some specific things to read or watch when you are in the mood to learn something. This does not have to be every day coming at you from all angles. More importantly, what do you actually need to know? Because if I look down uh, the front page of the BBC, it doesn't take me very long to find a story about something tragic that happened to someone miles away. And I don't mean um, like a natural disaster where perhaps I could donate some money or, you know, there's something I could do. I mean like kid drowns in Scotland. I'm like, I didn't need to know that. That has just made my day so much worse for no benefit, not even to the family of that poor child. Like they don't benefit from me feeling like shit. Nobody benefits except the media who want us to be in a constant state of fear. Um, there is, well, there's a few amazing books, um, about the media from years ago. So it's not as though this is new, the fact that it's pretty terrible stuff. Um, I will put links in the show notes to them. Um, I'm trying to remember them off the top of my head. Flat Earth News is a really good one. And Amusing Ourselves to Death is a really good one. A couple of really good books. Um, if you are interested in this kind of stuff. But basically, (laughs) you don't need to consume stuff that's just going to make you unhappy. Things, learning about things that we can actually do to help people in the world, that can be, that can be great. So anything with a specific call to action, like sign this petition, um, donate money here, Um, donate clothes, volunteer your time, anything with a specific call to action, that that can be helpful. Even then, though, that's only helpful if you have money to donate, have time to donate, if it's something that you believe strongly in. You know, we don't have to, well, none of us can be expected to help with everything. You know, you pick your one or two things and you help in those areas when you can, if you can. There is no, 
requirement for us all to constantly be helping with everything because my god there is more than any of us can help with and you end up feeling just like the world is going to hell in a handbasket and it's actually not (laughs) there's so much good in the world but again we're just kept in this state of fear which yeah that's maybe another podcast about how that benefits various um, people in power but it's not healthy for us think about what you need to consume what do you actually need to put into your mind what headspace are you in how do you want to feel what are you trying to achieve in your life What kind of day are you trying to create for yourself? What kind of input will allow you to more fully meet your needs? So in the same way that you wouldn't just, you know, allow yourself to consume French fries all day from morning till night. (laughs) It sounds amazing, doesn't it? Right. But we're not going to do that. You wouldn't do that. In the same way, don't consume, don't mindlessly consume anxiety provoking media from morning till night. It's just as unhealthy. What do you actually need to consume? What will help you get to where you want to be, feel the way you want to feel, have the day you want to have? You know, just like an example off the top of my head, if you need to have sex, don't watch something that you know is going to make you feel shitty about yourself. (laughs) That's not going to help you meet your needs, is it? That's going to get in the way of you meeting your needs and having a happier life curate your input. Now, I've heard people worry a lot about being in a social media bubble, you know, how the things we read, the things we consume, social media then gives us more of that. So we end up in this bubble where all we see is things that we agree with. Yeah, don't don't worry about that. That's fine. Social media is entertainment. Most of it's nonsense anyway. We know this. <laughs> it's just something we do to relax. It's just entertainment. If you want to learn about opinions that are different from yours, that's great. Find something to read or something to watch or listen to when you are in the mood to learn. There's absolutely nothing wrong with day-to-day surrounding yourself with your people. That is how humans are set up to live. (laughs) Opening ourselves up to things that upset us and, like, are against our values and go totally against what we want in the world, opening ourselves up to that every day is not some kind of virtuous, oh, I'm not in a bubble. It's actually going to keep us in fight or flight. It's going to keep us feeling under threat. It's not necessary. You can choose when you want to learn things and when you want to get curious about people who have different ideas to you. You do not have to consume that randomly at all times on your Instagram feed. Because staying mentally healthy is one of the best things we can do for ourselves and for the people in our lives and for the world at large. You know, you can choose to help, to learn, to get involved at any time, but make it your choice. Don't just open up your brain to a pile of sludge on a daily basis and allow all kinds of crap to be thrust upon you. Something else that's really important while we're protecting our input is to help our children to understand what they're consuming as well. So we can't protect them from all the crap that's going to come their way. Of course we can't, it's everywhere. But we can help them to learn to be savvy with it, to see it for what it is. Point out to your children what they're consuming. 
Ooh, look at that advert there on that billboard. That's trying to say that men are stupid and helpless. Do we believe that? Is that true? You know, just point out to them what they're seeing. Oh, it seems just like a harmless advert for washing up liquid. Yeah, it's got a kind of unhealthy message though, hasn't it? Hmm, I wonder why. Remind your children that most of what they consume is people trying to make or raise money. And the easiest way to do that is to make people feel bad. So most of what we consume is trying to make us feel bad, guilty, less than, as though there's something we need, as as though there's something we need to improve. Help your children to understand that so they can see it for what it is when it's surrounding them, as it surrounds us all. So what makes you feel good? Consume more of that. What leads to a happier life for you? Consume more of that. You already know your values and goals. We've talked about those in previous episodes. Consume what fits with those. You know, that is normal. That is healthy. That will lead to a more pleasurable day. And learn when you choose to. Get curious, ask questions about things that bother you. But when you choose to, you don't have to be curious and open all the time. That's not that's not how our brains are set up to live. If you think to yourself, oh, I've you know, I've got a free day. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm kind of in a good headspace. I'm actually really curious to learn about why some people think this. Great. Go for it on your terms and learn some stuff and get curious and have those discussions, but when you want to. As a little aside, remember that internet arguments also make people money. I'm just inserting this here, but you know, I am a veteran of the infant feeding space and there's no social media argument better than one about infant feeding, is there ladies? And you know, there are companies who will pay people to go into well-known parenting groups and stir up trouble and say you know inflammatory things to get debates going and it won't just be in the infant feeding world that happens it will be everywhere internet arguments make people money there is nothing to be gained from rowing on the internet it just pushes people further into their corners there is much to be gained from having calm conversations one-on-one and learning some stuff when we are ready to learn it. So what are we talking about here? We are talking about creating a delicious and healthy mental diet for ourselves, protecting our input, seeing things for what they are and choosing to turn away from things that are unhelpful and unhealthy for us and turn towards things that are helpful and healthy for us. And if there are any messages that tell you that that is not a good thing, how are they trying to make money? (laughs) Because our mental health is vitally important and there is so much out there that's detrimental to it. And there is so much that is um, healthy for it and it's our choice. So create your menu It will probably be a different menu for different times of the month, for different days of the week, for different times in your life, for different seasons. There will always be times when you are ready and willing and excited to learn and it does not have to be every day. 
So protect your input. And that is another route to a happier life. So please be excessively kind to yourselves with what you consume mentally. And yeah, let's just keep going with squeezing every last drop of enjoyment out of life. Speak to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Did you know that my first book is now available to purchase online? Check out the show notes for details of how to get your hands on a copy. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review and don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you would like to work with me one-to-one or follow more of my content, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.